Welcome to the Witty and Gritty podcast. We are in our author mini-series, and we have the lovely Melissa Spolstra on today. And we are so excited that you have said yes to coming on the show. Thank you. Super excited to be here. Yay. So in this mini-series, we're having several authors on to talk about their latest product or their upcoming product. We're either helping people launch or giving something for people to look back at as a resource. So today, we're going to talk about your upcoming Bible study. It's called the Gospel of John, and the tagline is savoring the peace of Jesus in a chaotic world. My, how timely is that? (laughs) For sure. So in a nutshell, just based off of if someone picks this, the cover up at a Lifeway store or off of Amazon, what can they, what is this book or this Bible study about? Mm. Yeah, I mean, primarily, it's going to go all the way through the book of John, verse by verse. So John is one of the four Gospels. It's kind of cool because the other three are called, Matthew, Mark, and Luke are called the synoptic Gospels because they overlap so much content. A cool thing about John is it's 90% unique content. And it's more of the like behind the scenes informal teachings. It omits a lot of those things that the other gospel writers included, like the transfiguration, the Sermon on the Mount. It's more like Jesus with his guys hanging out and telling them what's important. And one of the things he says a lot has to do with peace. Um, He tells them not to let their heart be troubled and to find peace in him. He says that he's when he leaves, he's offering the gift of peace of heart. And and I love it. That's not just a peace of heart, but peace of mind. And I think that's something I know that I struggle with my mind just going a million different directions. And often my lack of peace is up between my two ears, right? So if women forget this book, my hope is certainly that they would just get a glimpse of Jesus and that they would really find tools and practical ways to embrace peace, like not just as this ethereal thing out there, but this, uh, something that they can truly experience as a gift from Jesus and they can receive that and take that into their innermost being. I love how it's not an intimidating approach. Sometimes we have listeners who are either afraid to crack open their Bible or why try because it can be intimidating. You're going to walk through the entire gospel of John. What's a gospel? Who's John? I don't know. But you've done such a good job throughout the Bible study that you explain it all. So it's okay if you go in knowing nothing right? You can come out and know everything you need to know. That's right. I mean, I love to define some of those terms. Cause like, I don't know what it didn't know what a Pharisee was or who's the, who's this, these people called the Sanhedrin. So we're going to do a lot of just in simplest terms, just defining in a nutshell, who are these, who are the players, you know, and what are, what is their reaction to Jesus and really to find ourselves in the story to go, wow, some days I feel like Mary, who's like a mess, trembling, afraid, scared. And some days I feel like Thomas, who's doubting and frustrated and is like, is this really true? Like, are you really God? And are you really real? Are you supernatural or is life just happening? You know, and other times I I find myself like Peter, like super excited and ready to dive in, but need to like do some, uh, you know, have some caution and think about what I'm doing before I do it. He's always just like his feelings are out 20 feet in front of his, his head and his mind and his logic. So I, I know that I can just find myself in the pages of so many uh, or, or in the persons and the personalities of the people that interacted with Jesus. So uh, my hope is that other women will do that as well. I love that you highlight all of that too. Cause I know some of us experience all those emotions in five minutes and some of us, we feel that and have to, we feel like slicing ears off, like Peter. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's, 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 what's
what's happening? <laughs> so what inspired you to write particularly on this topic, not just the gospel of John, because there's so many lessons you can pull, but specifically savoring the peace of Jesus. I think I love the word savor. I am such a doer and such a goer and, and personally just struggle with peace, you know, and I think most women do because life is hard, you know, people die and jobs get, get lost and finances are tight. And like, there are so many things that want to rob us of peace. And so uh, for me, I just look and it just realigns and helps me remember um, that I don't have to just run through life, that I can actually savor. There's a lot to be savored because God sent his son, Jesus, to die for our sins and to fill us with his Holy Spirit. And so I don't want to miss these incredible gifts and blessings that God offers us because I'm just so busy answering email and unloading the dishwasher. And so I needed those reminders to stop and savor. In fact, at the end of every day of homework, there's a stop and savor section because I need someone to tell me stop and savor. And I wonder if there's other people that maybe need the reminder from someone else to stop and savor and count our blessings. It's me. I'm other person. <laughs> so whenever someone picks up this Bible study and works through it, either by themselves or with a small group or with their women's Bible study at their church, who, uh, who's going to benefit from reading and working through this Bible study? Yeah, I mean, my hope is that maybe someone who doesn't even consider themselves a Christian, but is just checking out Jesus's claims, I would hope that they would pick it up just to learn more about who is Jesus, because that question is answered in the Gospel of John more than almost any other. Who is Jesus? But then for the new believer, I think, man, there's nothing better than a gospel, you know, because I do think we all get tripped up with churches, right? Because churches are made up of people and they will fail you. They weren't meant to be your savior. There's only one. And the great thing about looking at a gospel, looking at Jesus um, as a new believer is to go, wow, how good is Jesus? How amazing is Jesus? So, but then I would say even for the seasoned believer, the person who's like, oh, I've heard John preached through 50 times, or I've read through John so many times and I you know, practically have it memorized. I would hope that in this Bible study, there's something for you for every week. There's a, what's going to be called a digging deeper article that you can go to online for some of that more academic, um, some of those deeper dives for those who are like, I already know all that. I, I pray that they will find something new there that will just help them understand Jesus a little bit better. I know I want to keep growing and I think all of us are really going to keep growing until, until we meet Jesus face to face. That's good. I love how you hit on all the different levels too. So even if you're trying out Christianity, is this for you? And you stumbled upon this episode, highly recommend go get you the gospel of John and start working through it. The worst that could happen is nothing. The best that could happen right. is your soul is saved. <laughs> right. Right. Want to take that gamble. After going through this Bible study, what will the readers slash studiers get? What are they going to be able to walk away with? Yeah. My hope is that they're going to slow down a little bit and, and savor Jesus, the person. Uh, my hope is that they're going to know a little bit, um, just kind of reframe their thinking toward their life um, of just how loved they are and how much Jesus wants peace for them. And so just to walk away from it, you know, knowing Jesus better and living more fully into what he's given them. I mean, right? None of us wants to get to the end of our lives and go, I could have had peace all along. And instead I lived in worry and fear. And, you know, like it's, it's, it's like I, for anybody that's a parent, right? You go, I don't want my kids 
living in fear or worry when I'm going to take care of their needs, you know? And so we, as parents try to communicate that to our kids, Hey, you're safe, you're loved, you know, you're, you're here. And so for us to do the same, to get to the end of John and go, well, I am loved, like extremely loved to the point of someone willing to give their life for me and that God has peace for me and I can live and walk in that. Wow. That's a lot of really good takeaways that set you up for success the rest of your life. (laughs) There you go. What are a couple of big ideas or big points from your Bible study that you would like to maybe even tease the readers about or just really drive a point home? Well, something so great about John is that it contains the seven I am statements that are only found there. And all the I am statements are great, but the two that really struck me personally as I was studying John was, first of all, I am the good shepherd. That really, that Jesus came to protect and provide for us and that he wants to care for us. And I mean, it brings me back to Psalm 23, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, you know, we, we sang that in church just yesterday, um, you know, I shall not want, you know, and so just to remember that I don't have to live with lack because Jesus is the good shepherd. And the second one of those that really hits me is where Jesus says, I am the true vine. And it's just that reminder, I get so lost and I get so, I was struggling with motivation this morning of just feeling lost and disconnected and beaten down. And it's just that reminder to stay connected to Jesus. That's the word abide or remain is used like 10 times in the context of that passage where Jesus reveals himself as the true vine. So I would just say, just to remember to keep on keeping on, to stay connected to Jesus, whatever that looks like, whether that some days all you can do is read one verse or cry out a help me God prayer, whatever it looks like to just remain, to stay, to keep connected with Jesus. That's the key. That's the secret to life. I love that. So where can we get your Bible study? Anywhere fine books are sold. So obviously Amazon, you know, (laughs) um, uh, but Lifeway Christian bookstores um, online, uh, christianbook.com, just pretty much anywhere you buy books, you can find it. So the Gospel of John, that's coming out March of 2024, correct? So whenever our listeners get to Amazoning it up, they're going to find a whole lot of Melissa Spolstra stuff. What are, hit us with some of the highlights. What are some other things that you have that maybe can help tie us over until March is coming? Sure. Uh, my last study was on Isaiah, striving less and trusting God more. Uh, right before that, I wrote a study on Acts, awakening to God in everyday life. Uh, there's a 30, if you're just like, I just, I need to get back into prayer. How do I do that? I have a little devotional called 30 Days of Prayer for Spiritual Stamina. Our, our church recently did the Isaiah Bible study. And something that I love about your Bible studies is that there's also video access. I know I'm a visual person and the gospel of John, there's going to be video teachings, which is so great because it just, it also just enhances what you're reading in the Bible, in the Bible study. And then you get to hear a video on it and it is amazing. So I, I'm fortunate enough to get to experience some of your teaching. So I'm very much looking forward. Yeah, you were there at the taping of the gospel of John. You got the preview. <laughs> Try not to brag, but <laughs> it's amazing. Y'all are going to love all the Melissa Spolstra stuff. And I like that you have, there's something for everyone. Not every book is for everyone, but if you're struggling in a season of complaining, or if you're struggling in a season of you need peace because your life is crazy right now, you have those different resources for everybody, which is amazing. 
Is there anything that you want to tell our listeners that we didn't set you up for? Or is there a main point you want to reiterate or make sure our listeners know after the end of this episode? Mm. You know, I, I, I'm just going to reiterate what I've kind of already said, and it's just to slow down. I, I, I have run so much in my life, whether it was as a busy young mom, whether it was as when I was in college trying to make the best grades. Um, then with kids, you know, there's always something that is calling out your name to be done. There's always more work to be done. But uh, I just found such a greater level of peace personally by literally scheduling slow down time. So I wonder if for listeners today, is there even just five or 10 minutes that you can put in your schedule where you turn off all the noise, no more podcasts, no more uh, TV in the background, uh, even turn off the music and just slow down and just savor that there's a God who created the world, who created you and who loves you and wants to have a relationship with you. Oh, I love that. Some of y'all are going to need to go back a minute and re-listen to that again. And then future, uh, Melissa, where can we find you on the internet? If we needed more Melissa in our lives, where do you hang out on the wide, wide world? Sure. I'm on Instagram at um, Mel Spolstra. And then I'm, or it's Melissa.Spolstra actually. And um, then uh, MelissaSpolstra.com is my website. So there's some, some stuff there and some links there and some videos and things you can find there. And uh, you do have an email list you can subscribe. Yes, yes, I do. I send a a newsletter about, a a prayer letter really, about once a month. And you can, yeah, sign up for that right on melissaspolster.com. Yeah, cool, guys. You can be on Melissa Spolster's prayer team. Look at you being all in the loop. Well, Melissa, it was so great having you on the show. I cannot wait for our listeners to hear all about this and to go grab the Gospel of John coming out next March. Thanks so much, Brooke.